And this is the Podcast Derby, a Blacklist podcast for this week's episode, The Pharmacist, number 124. I'm Brian, and he's Dave, and we're back for another episode, season six, episode three. We'll break this one down and give our thoughts. A lot of stuff actually came up this week that we were wondering about uh, as recently as last week, so some things were resolved. I actually thought for a second there we were getting the, uh, the trial resolved. But uh, it felt too easy. So I don't know. What do you think of this episode? So I have a, I have, I have something I need to come out very immediately uh, and say. And I didn't watch this episode at all. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I missed the first probably six, eight, ten minutes ish. Uh, we're having uh, some rain here in Austin. Kind of messed up everything. Ended up having to move back over to my um, Amazon Fire. And then it said, hey, my NBC app wants to reinstall and reboot and all that. So I missed the first few minutes. So I came in um, all right. basically right as they went in and they found the bodies and they found the, the injector gun and like, oh, it's very sci-fi. All uh, right. So you didn't really miss much. I mean, you had, um, yeah, so, you know, obviously the testing didn't go well and killed everybody. And then you have red getting ready for his trial and uh did you so did you see the part with red going uh you know making his motion to and and all that stuff with the judge at the beginning to get his uh because he he brought up the immunity agreement which i thought was good right which was something we'd like hey what happened with this so uh no i missed that but i i could figure out that it happened yeah so uh, because they had to be like, okay, I got to do this. And, and Cooper gave his speech on, you know, good for Cooper, honestly. Like, look, we got a lot of BS and a lot of lies and a lot of um, stuff that's going around. I'm going to stand for truth. This happened. Right. We do it. I'm going to stand up for it. Um, yeah, I don't want to work for a government that's going to make promises and then break them is right. basically what he said. And, and, and good on him. And that's consistent with the character. So it, I, it, it, I, actually, it's extremely consistent because even later, where he kind of went, uh, "I'm not going to tell the whole truth here." Yeah, uh, he uh, he chose his words. Also consistent. Yeah, chose his words carefully because when he said on the stand that he had no direct knowledge of Red committing a crime, uh, the the flashback sequences that we saw that were going through his mind, he wasn't there for. <laughs> right. Even though he knew probably Red did it, he didn't actually see it so he had no distinct knowledge guys told me it happened yeah (laughs) in allegations things better left unsaid but but the name marvin gerard gets gerard gets brought up red's attorney that you might have missed that part um yeah because he had asked how you know he wanted that attorney and that motion was denied or something like that and they were going to assign him a public defender and the public and the public how was it denied they didn't really go into it other than he wasn't allowed to use his own choice of attorney and he was going to be given a public defender which is wrong you cannot do that. Yep. That is not how that works. Uh, you can you can bring in your freaking priest. It mm-hmm. does not say it's an attorney, right? It is it is representation. So I was hoping we'd get to see that character again. I don't know if you and I talked about that on episode or off the air last week, but uh, I know we brought him up, uh, hoping to see him again. And uh, no, he was. We, we talked about him offline because of some of the other other stuff he's done. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Okay, but. Uh... So Red gets this public defender who's you know just completely incompetent and immediately fires him, and uh, kind of takes charge of his own uh, trial. And I, 
this episode had a lot of my favorite scenes of the entire series because I love courtroom battles. You do. And you, I love your two things are courtroom battles and uh, mafia heist movies. Yes. <laughs> uh, and anything with Alan Alda. Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, absolutely. This just, you know, James Spader playing the role perfectly. Uh, he you owned had, that courtroom. Yeah. You had Ken uh, Leung, who's known for a lot of stuff, mostly as Miles from Lost. Uh, was the oh uh, that's where I knew him from. yeah was he he's been in the recent uh well Force Awakens Star Wars he was in Rush Hour years ago he's been in a bunch of stuff um but he uh plays the prosecuting attorney there uh, which is interesting because we get this whole build up last week with this U.S. District Attorney lady who goes to Cooper and says I'm gonna crush him and she's not even in the room for this whole thing so. I find it interesting that we have a different person being the prosecuting attorney than her having some involvement or even a scene with her going over things with him, notes with him, or yeah. her being second well, chair. Yeah, blah, so, blah. Yeah, interesting that we didn't have that. Pep talk, talking down to whatever, yeah. Yeah, a, a meeting with Cooper in the hallway, you know, something. Uh, just to remind us that she's there. Because like we said, we really thought last week she was going to be a, big um, antagonist for the I episode. I think she still will. I think this may be a timing but, thing. Right. Um, but, yeah, we, we get a lot of great courtroom stuff. You know, a lot of courtroom jargon. And and it's it's Hollywood courtroom, but it's still, it plays fun. Uh, the judge I thought was great. I, I, I like how she kind of had her angle. But at the same time, like Cooper, you know, she knows what's right, and I'm going to do what's right. I might not like this decision, but this is the law. Yeah. And I'm not here to change law. I'm here to execute law. And, uh, yeah, all all that courtroom, um, all the courtroom scenes were great. What what kind of notes did you have? What what, what stuff did you uh, pull out of this? So uh, I'm going to go into some of the non-courtroom stuff for a little bit. Um, the When they went to Aram's friend on the what are the life hackers or whatever the heck they were. So the, the whole NFC chip, um, besides the <laughs> biblical connotations of, you know, uh, the ability to perform economy based on, you know, mark of the beast in your forehead or back of your hand, which he noted both of, right. Uh, <laughs> the NFC chip is very real. Mm -hmm. Um, it is absolutely possible. There's all kinds of ways to do it. Um, I've I've never heard of someone embedding it, but that was kind of his whole thing was that it was cutting edge and uh, bleeding edge by bleeding into your chip. Yeah, uh, we, yeah. I I liked a lot of the they did a lot of montage back and forth for a, a, a minute or so on regulation versus innovation, mm -hmm. and I I it, it was very telling. Yeah. Uh, so this the, the the interesting thing about this episode was that it was two stories in complete parallel. They were both telling the exact same story yep. about right and wrong and ethics yep. and law and and all of that kind of fun stuff. And it, and it kind of started right about there uh, with with that where you where you got to understand we're doing what's right. It's just a little outside the law. This season's uh, going to be all about the about that and it's doing it really interestingly so far in these first three episodes 
that you can pull a lot of parallels. It takes smart writing to do it, um, to, to make the parallels. Finally. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, and I thought this episode was leaps and bounds better than the previous two in its writing. It's just in its performances, honestly, because Liz was barely on screen. And I wonder if, you know, something that we thought in, in episode one of this season that her acting wasn't very good. I noted halfway through the episode that she had barely been on the screen. And when three scenes I can think of. She was barely in this in this episode. And they episode. asked her to leave during one of them. Right. <laughs> but yeah, the um I, I had a couple things though that I made notes of and proved to be right um by myself. One is that uh and, and you may have missed this scene because Liz, when when she gets the name of Dr. Spaulding, Stark is the name of the uh doctor, the pharmacist, uh from Red in his uh prison cell. He's like, you know, he's a he, ha- he sold him some gene editing equipment in the past, and that's how he is familiar with him and knows that he's a big-time guy into doing stuff with DNA, which makes me think, oh, does that mean he can alter DNA? Yeah. Skip ahead to the very end of the episode when Dembe goes in and talks to that guy. Obviously, the project that this guy's working on is something to help maybe... I, I had not seen that beginning, but even just based on the end of that, I'm like... <laughs> yeah, so he's done something to me- he's done something to mess with genes, but is it for identity purposes or well, he's, are we going to get a rope dope on this? It could it could be several things. I mean, is he investigating he's obviously investigating for something and working on something that's time sensitive for Red, uh but is this going to be something as crazy as inject I mean, it's getting we're getting a little sci-fi here but injecting him with something that's going to mask his DNA to look like the real Raymond Reddington so that if he were to have a blood test or DNA test, it would kick back that result that he is also Raymond Reddington. Um, that's that's getting a little sci-fi, but gene editing equipment. I mean, it, it was it, that was said. So are, are we going to go that route? Because... Um, that that I, I've been out of biotech for a while, but that sounds like it would kill you. But uh <laughs> Yeah, I, I so you have done that and I noted uh I had a question. Um Yeah, I worked I did not work for Big Pharma, but I worked for Biotech. Bio, just just biotech. leave it at that. Yeah. That's safe. Um Oh, I had a question. I'll get in my notes on there, and I'm trying to remember exactly what it was and if I can word it appropriately. Well, that. something else, you know, when 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 they had that back and forth, and um, uh, wrestler was interviewing the um, the guy at the uh, the pharmacy company. What was their name? Crown Life Pharmacy or something like that. Um, he had asked him if he had heard of Spalding Stark, and he's like, "No, can't say that I have." We had just had this speech from Aram talking about how this guy is a legend so if he's truly that kind of a legend i would think the president or or lead of a pharmaceutical company probably um, heard some of him. high level person that's dealing right. with which uh, we learn later that he absolutely had heard of him because there was this whole it was all this backdoor deal of you know secretly firing uh ethan webb so that webb would go work with stark and kind of sabotage his research so it was all part of the plan so he had had absolutely heard of him so my calling bullshit at the beginning of the episode made sense. He was just not answering the question truthfully. Right. Uh, but yeah, Ar- Aram being what 
being an expert and and huge fan, like more of a fan of this than anything I've seen him be a fan of of this biohacking community and this biohacking craze yeah, that's that's going a little on. Weird. It's like we need somebody to be into this so that we can use that as a resource. So let's just give it to Arum because we haven't really used Arum yet this season. But it seemed odd that. He it's was the third episode. They ever used anybody this season. That's true, <laughs> but he was uh he was really really into it and knew knew everything about it, uh and knew where to find it and and knew these little um biotech hackers, um that that in his his buddy there and you know we we were very close to dark web. I think you and I talked in our other podcast. How many episodes would it take into the season to get till we get into dark web talk? <laughs> and uh, I think we were. We're in a dark pharma now. Yeah, so, but we were very close to uh, this un, 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 an underground coining that, coining that phrase, dark pharma. Dark pharma. <laughs> but yeah, we were very close. Uh, it was it was early in the season. We got into Aram and his uh, his his sub uh, or his little genre of tech people. But he had a really way more than expected in-depth knowledge when he was going through some yeah. of the files i'm like no that's what no. i mean i mean he he might be able to go somewhere but he would not be able to like go oh he's a genius he did this and did that not without help but he did i mean he did that on his own as the character i'm like no i mean that was actually kind of not believable yeah he had he seemed to have a lot of prior knowledge to, yeah, to know where to go for this one thing but to be able to go through another doctor's research right um and and know this guy is a legend and all that so yeah well, no way he's a legend be able to go through his research you go oh he did this he did this he did this he did this and oh my goodness you know and it worked you know in a day no um uh, i mean that's one of those things that would take a, a pharmaceutical company years and of man hours to really decipher what that man did right and even for, right and that's like saying like you you have a tech background and if you were to get something big pharma, you'd probably come to me and ask, hey, can you interpret this for me? Because I have no idea what I just read. Yeah. And, yeah. and I would have trouble reading it. So, yes, that would. Uh, <laughs> it, yeah, that, that's kind of like the comparison, because that's what Arm is, is he's, he's the tech guy. Uh, and, and but OK. So, uh, what else? What else do you have in your notes? So I, I got one other thing that came up that I'm I'm curious if it's going to come up later. So they have dug up the she you know she kind of gave the okay you know it stands and then we pulled the gun the gun thing right and I'm wondering if we're going to get a couple of these okay you got off on the gun now let's try this not not an uncommon thing we see this in courtroom dramas and I'm wondering if one of the things that's going to come up is and they mentioned the word conspiracy right um, if that's going to start coming up and it's going to start dragging a lot of other people into that room. Um, because at this point, there's also, there are people that are complicit in the fact that they have known that Reddington has carried weapons, has done questionable things. Right. Um, and usually, like, I, I, you know, I happen to know some immunity agreements actually give immunity to, in, in the effect of being a CI, you have some leeway to be able to lie to police and do drugs and do this and that, and, you know, protection of, uh, doesn't usually do it from capital stuff, but um, right, they're gonna have. I mean, they're gonna have their hearing and, and pick apart that part of the language of yeah. the uh, thing, and 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 certainly you can see Cooper coming back to the stand and saying, 
well as pulling part- one thing and pulling in wrestler pulling in I right. mean, the rest of the team and that conspiracy to as part of his duty he needed to carry a weapon in order to play the part red carrying not carrying a weapon in these situations would not be um c- customary and therefore the yeah. if he was well, trying to get I'm on the thinking, inside of something they can hire like they're they're trying to drag this on that you know that attorney general is going to start going conspiracy and start pulling some names out of headlines and Oh, sure. Um, you know, go towards the White House and go after the actual U.S. Attorney General. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, you you knew about this, you know, and start, and then people are going to start, you know. Uh, and is it ways just to extend? Yeah, because. I think, I think we may see that just to keep him behind bars because we know. Liz wants him behind bars. But Liz wants him behind bars. And we had, we had, I think, I think we talked about this. We kind of foreshadowed he's going to be behind bars and still running his empire. Right. Um, in fact, it's almost it's probably going to get stronger uh, while he's back. There. He's just going to make more connections. It, it, so it, it's going to way to extend him in there for probably. I'd say three more episodes before he gets out. Uh, I agree. I think that they'll make this go just a little bit further. It does look like next week that they're going to have him in a general population in a prison. But, you know, the whole gonna, thing that I did not want to see. Um, but whatever, we'll we'll get to that next week and unless they explain it that someone was purposefully putting him in there mm-hmm. in an effect to hey, if he goes in there he dies and we don't have a problem you know that type of right they make it part of the story like he shouldn't have been in here what was he doing in there oh we put him in there to try and kill him okay you know you know if they then i get it right um, exactly it's cheap but explain it but because normally he there's no way in hell he would be Mm-hmm. especially for two weeks they're not going to transfer him I, I, you know well, well, I, is, is this a real federal prison i tried to look it up and i didn't see it i don't know it said you know, u.s uh, federal penitentiary colton i don't know where colton is uh no idea so i i, I all we saw was him being transported by trucks so they didn't show any airplanes flying him to colorado like we wondered uh where they would be putting him yeah and i, I thought about that a little bit more and he wouldn't that that is absolute post that is final destination yeah uh, so that's where he would be going eventually but not uh probably not for holding right uh, definitely not for two weeks but uh yeah so we're gonna get some more info obviously that end scene there with dembe talking to uh stark about the uh project that he's doing maybe we'll get a episode where we see dembe teaming up with the team to do something uh i know cool. yeah get get it get kind of a while red's locked up still in control of his organization we see how valuable dembe is while he runs some some things or maybe he drops a, a, a blacklister name to them uh something like that give dembe oh that would be brilliant yeah, actually give dembe uh, a focus of uh, yeah. like a lead in the episode um but the red he, stuff today was great oh it was fantastic and he the whole in the middle of his objection going on an unrelated note oh, um, doing the whole thing with Scalia, you know, <laughs> and it was like, funny you did it with, you know, someone who's dead and actually can't be verified that this potentially happened. Right. Um, you know, <laughs> and then, you know, was in the, you know, his, his death was questionable. Um, if you remember, right. It was just like, what exactly did he do? And then it's like, Oh yeah. Uh, almost like alluding maybe Red was 
<laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I love that. We we get a red story. It, it's some of the... Those, those are always the best. And it was just like, where did this most inappropriate of times and people just took it in stride? <laughs> well, that's the thing. Part. I mean, she was kind of like looking at him like, really? But your closing she statement... You, <laughs> your closing statements, you're allowed to say really whatever you want to the most part. Uh, and, you know, as long as it doesn't sidetrack too much. Uh, but, yeah, just kind of going off script there. Which was probably exactly on script, uh, as it, we just get to see the the talent in the actor with with this episode with him doing that. And he was on what was that Boston Legal? Was that the court? Bader? Yeah. yeah, with uh, uh, Shatner. Yeah, so he's I, I don't recall that show much. Um, I didn't watch it. I happen to know he was on. But it. yeah, having him do. The uh, the questioning uh, Cooper on the stand and just doing his being himself, but also just carrying that courtroom was was very fun to watch. Now, what have they ever? They mentioned you know he hasn't been convicted, you know innocent until proven guilty. You know yep. they went through all that, which was good uh, and very important. Very important. Have they ever ever actually mentioned his crimes? They've said treason. Yeah, selling secrets. Uh, I feel like they have. I mean, obviously there'd be some Russian involvement, things like that. Um, but I, I, I'd have to go back. Um, you know, I don't, I don't retain a hundred percent of the show, unfortunately, and I wish I did. But uh, I, I feel like we've heard some stuff back in the beginning. We've known he has committed crimes. Absolutely, I mean, there's no question. But it's like, what exactly are? What did he do? To be put on the, to, to fly the up F to number one on that list. Yeah. The FBI's most wanted. I almost said the NFL's most wanted. The FBI's, <laughs> FBI's most wanted. Most wanted. Um, yeah. I don't know, it was just one of those, like, you know, they talked about this and that, but it was really kind of Hollywood vague. It is. Um, and it has been for a while because we really haven't heard a breakdown of, of everything he's accused of. And, you know, until. Until the stuff we, we know of has all been in the show. And actually, it was kind of glossed over in this episode where, uh, you missed it, where his, um, his uh, uh, public defender gets up and says, you know, we, we are willing to waive the reading of the, uh, of the uh, charges and we are going to, uh, you know, plead not guilty or something like that. So we didn't even get the charges read in this because they would have they would have to be read in court and they wave through that. So maybe we haven't heard that listing in order for it to be, uh, cause it would have had to have been read if this tr trial is going forward for the, uh, for everything he's committed. Um, okay. Uh, jumping around a little bit and we only got a little bit of this at the very end. And I've been reading some comments about this. What, what's going on with Samar? There's some, to the head. There's there's something wrong here. I mean, they're 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 kind of quietly giving us little hints that we're just thinking, oh, she's just not familiar with the language and she needs to look up a thesaurus. But no, sabotage <laughs> is a word she's going to know. Right, I know. So <laughs> her not being able to pull that word out, and we've seen where you know people are asking her a lot. Are you doing okay? How you doing? Really trying to remind us that she's been in that coma. I think we talked about this last week. Uh, you know, is there some 
extra damage coming from that. I know I read one review of the episode wondering what the future of her is. And, you know, is it possible that, uh, you know, because it's been a long time since we've had a lead die, and we say it every season, you know, somebody's got to go to to give, add some weight to the show, add some consequences. And is is it possible that something could relapse into her, that she has some sort of seizure or something like that as a uh, condition of coming out of that coma? I don't know. So I do know, um, I, I have no idea what capacity, and I just saw this in an article, um, her, what was Levi, her ex-boyfriend, ex-husband, ex-fiance, remember that yeah. guy that was floating around? He's yep. coming back. He'll be back this season. Uh, I did see that in a, uh, in okay. a, in a article, um, cause they've shown some, some clips I've seen around. Who was actually the same guy from the mummy. Um, and, uh, yeah. So that'll create a, so th- that could get interesting in, in there. Um, so we're going to see more with her definitely just, you know, because I've seen that. I happen to know because there's no way you're going to bring that character back and not create some conflict. Right. Uh, especially with whatever issues she's having, uh, which seem to be am- amnesiatic. Is that, the, is that the right word? Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, Okay. And looking at some of our uh, listener comments this week, uh, we had uh, I, I did get a, a thumbs up uh, for my Andrew McCarthy playing uh, other red. Um, if if, if whatever we get that <laughs> whatever or the uh, Robert Downey Jr. So uh, I I'm gonna continue. Yeah, but to, Johnny Jr. can do anything. I'm gonna continue to make that case. That and it's like oh maybe it'll be Johnny Depp. Uh, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, we didn't really get too much or really any this week of Liz or Red dropping hints or Red talking about identity stuff much this week, which is good because it felt heavy over the last two weeks. And if we're going to get continued that, they're both going to hear each other soon enough and figure out, you know, and let, you know. Red's got nothing but time right now, so he's going to. Yeah, we'll just see how he does in federal prison, building his empire from within there, and takes over the prison and you know becomes warden. <laughs> Which I'm sure, in character, he could talk himself into that job. And so. Andy Dufresne is that his name? Dufresne, yeah. <laughs> so, all right, any other thoughts on this episode? Uh, let's see. Some more. I can't remember words. Um, going to actual prison. Uh, I like the. The wording of lucky confluence of interests. I don't know why that sentence was kind of like, <laughs> I like that. Um, nice. Let's see. Uh, oh, so did we talk about uh, Cooper actually lying on the stand? Just uh, a little Red bit. Kind of feeling bad about it. Kind of. And you saw Red's like, oh, man, I didn't want to make you do that. Right. Uh, and, he, and they talked about it at the end. And Cooper's like, I was protecting myself. <laughs> yeah. Protect myself and my team. And, uh, yeah. It's. Uh, objection to the power tie. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, it's good stuff all throughout there. Uh, yeah. his, his banter was great. So. All right. I think that's a good all right. it. 
Well, if anybody's got anything else, uh, I mean, I don't really have any theories moving forward. I, I, you know, next week he's probably going to get him in prison along with, you know, whoever our blacklister is. We didn't get any hints towards that, and I, I haven't looked up the name of the episode yet. Uh, but uh, if you have any thoughts on where this series is going, uh, how, how long do you all feel that the uh, courtroom stuff is going to last and, and when that will end and we'll get back to the main story? Uh, I, I assume we'll get an episode at some point as well updating us on Liz and Jennifer's investigation into who read oh, yeah, this. we didn't see Jennifer, did we? Yeah, none of that. So, uh, But give us an e- shoot us an email at uh, blacklist at podcastderbia.com. You can also find us on Facebook or Twitter at podcastderbia. And uh, you can uh, throw us some uh, reviews and likes and stars and all that stuff on uh, Apple Podcast if you get our show there. So that's going to do it for this week's episode. I'm Brian. He's Dave, and we'll see you next time. Bye, everybody.